young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. Yo, and we back, uh, Grassroots Podcast. Be sure to check us out, Grassroots Pod, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, hit the Noti notification button on the upper right-hand corner to be lo- uh, notified for the latest and greatest episodes. I was on a good run, not stuttering at that part. You did all right. A little bit, right? You did all right. A little bit. Good job, man. Um, thanks. Thanks, guys. I, I, like, I like this love, this camaraderie. Probably yeah. to change your shirt. Yeah, probably. Damn, she ain't have to shout that out like that. Quick, right? <laughs> Quick, right? <laughs> that was a behind the scenes. What's that joint made of? Is that cotton? I don't know. It feels. She look mad stretching. It, it makes it breathable. Me, it, it makes my body feel good. All right. So <laughs> all that matters. As he's Enjoy. grasping his titty. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. you, you got you got to grasp a titty when you, you, know, when you feel it. All right, you forget, feel forget, we, we forget. Yeah, this is getting weird. All right, fine. <laughs> we shall we shout out shirts? Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Come on, I actually like this shirt. Skull this shirt baby. Fade life. Fade life. Fade life out All of right. Philly. Relax, relax. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, be sure to check us out. Um, I'm one of the hosts, uh, Brandon Killaby H. Hall. Aaron Ashley Simon. I am the real Remy LeBeau. You don't even know who that is. Regular Nas? Yeah, just say that. Just say that. <laughs> like, don't, like, just say that. It's fine. It's I'm Wilson. All right, and we have a guest today. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's me. I'm ready for this energy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ari. Ari, enter. Come on, come on, speak oh, up. Okay. Ari, tell, tell everybody. You gotta drop your plug right now. Ooh, this okay. is your plug moment. Ariel Chambers, call me Ari. At Ari Ivory on every social platform because I like things universal. So okay. There's me. What'd you do? Nice. What yeah. do you do? I am a WNBA reporter, uh, model, ex cheerleader. Okay. Uh, love sports. So I do that for a living. What's the platform that you help build? Oh my God. Bleacher Report just hired me two and a half weeks ago to build uh, the women's platform for House of Highlights. And it's Fire. called We Are Jayla. Fire. We Are Jayla. Follow it right now. Or we can do this after. Or we can do it after. Or we can do it after. We Are Jayla. All right. Well, all right, so we got a lot to cover today. Hold on. You ranch, right? No, I, I actually was a cheerleader my oh. whole life, my entire life. Just so oh. you know, now nah, she will smoke you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she did not run track, she can still beat you. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think anyone could yeah. smoke him though, but whatever. Um, Props. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Chameleonaire E40 back in the news. Um, I think we've been paying paying a lot of homage to Chameleonaire for quite some time, just with his tech investments and him being forward thinking in business. Um, he's then partnered with E40, investing in new startups founded by women and uh, people of color. Uh, in quotation marks, it says, uh, "We have to create more diversity in this industry." Um, so let's open it up. I, I I mean I feel like this is a no brainer, right? Like. How, how if anyone's gonna fund a project, I'm okay for Chameleonaire funding a project. <laughs> he went from rapper to uh, entrepreneur to tech god in my mind. The way he's moving, and now he's trying to do things that not only are gonna em- empower, you know, obviously minorities, but women. So, what do you guys think? I think it's dope. That's why I think he did this before with just um, African Americans, and it was like ten ten thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he now he's moving forward with just women and people of color. So I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was smart about it. This his portfolio includes Lyft, 
Ring, which was acquired by Amazon for one billion, Cruise acquired by GM for one billion, Maker Studios acquired by Disney for six hundred seventy-five million, and his net worth is Jesus. upwards of twenty-five million. That's so crazy. I think he really knows what he's doing in terms of the investment space. Uh, it's it's interesting, right? Like, of course, like diversity is something that um, clearly they're trying to adjust, uh, uh, address, but I feel like diversity and inclusion is constantly still an issue within every industry and it's crazy because even though people are taking the necessary steps and i also think like people's terminology of what diversity is is so different like people think oh like at, like jobs right they'll be like oh we have we have our like i don't know like we have a team of 10 and you, oh we have this guy is he's a, he's a he's a white man but he's gay and this one she's they're asian and it's black it's like oh we have diversity yeah yeah it's like no that's not necessarily like just because you filled the criteria of having one gay guy it's, one black person one check like a check mark it's a check and i feel like that's such a big problem and in, in tech and just in many industries i even think there's a diversity issue within music and entertainment 100 percent is i mean well it's, it's clear that women struggle in music women don't get the same accolades we cover this all the time women don't get the same accolades and or they're not afforded the same luxuries as men are in hip-hop that's just something i think women have been fighting for for mad long and it's just now getting to the point where you have the rhapsodies of the world you have the yeah. a whole bunch of other artists out there that are doing something and you know people see the value in it so i think that that's dope my only thing is um do you how, how do you feel when you when you see the name uh, the name E40 attached? I think this more so goes towards you. You love E40. Uh, like, yeah, because E40 you would definitely a, drink his he, bath water. So let's just let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not let's wheel that back <laughs> in. <laughs> you guys making fun of E40, but he's been around since '86. Who's making fun of E40? That man's a legend. You show some goddamn respect. At no point am I making fun of E40. I'm just no, I'm talking about you're, Kyle. You're, you're I'm throwing Kyle under the bus. Oh, okay. Kyle's acting brand new since he got a little associate producer credit mm. on on a certain on a certain documentary. So that's all right. You winning though. It's yeah. okay. No, but E40, he's been made. He does wine. He does real estate. Mm -hmm. And he he's basically uh, as far as his independent rappers, he's fathered this whole thing, man. Okay. Since '86. So yeah. it's it's like one thing to you know believe in something, but another thing to invest in it. Yeah. So kudos to them for extending beyond music and you know touching. Mm -hmm. All parts of blackness, you know, I'm for the black people. So. Yeah. Well, what what do you think their obstacles will be with this though? Because again, you have two urban artists now getting into a whole different space, a whole different uh, business. Business. Your ethics change, the way you, your business practices change, even how people engage you and how people take to you changes. Do you think that they'll have like some struggles there now being in a, a maybe a corporate environment or, or something that's a little bit more structured than what they're used Am I to? Ignorant? Do they not have experience like in yeah, investing in that? Like, mm -hmm. I think money talks. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, I think that you would have to respect the investor. And yeah. honestly, the business is like the streets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. supply. There's demand. There's certain certain rules. Certain everything. Right code of conducts and everything like that. So I think that, honestly, rappers, if put in the right environment, can actually be the best business people. You I think so, too. Like Jay-Z and Diddy and all them. Yeah, I think so, too. I think when you get both sides of the business, street mm -hmm. and just education and in, in, in school education, I feel like you're really a threat. So I'm, I'm happy about this. I mean, again, I, I, uh, I've re we've all reached out for to uh, um, 
chameleonaire for quite some time just to try to get him on just because of his forward thinking and how he handles yeah. business. So it, I'm, I'm excited to see what, what happens with this shit. I think it's going to be major. Quick question. Do you guys feel like, okay, like it's good for us, not just them, but it's good for us in general to invest in minority businesses. But where do we draw the line where it's like investing in, in a product that we think has substance and not necessarily always investing because it's black owned, right? Like in the sense of like, there are different there, there there are different companies and different individuals who are black who own their own businesses and stuff like that, right? But mm-hmm. where do we draw the line where it's like we want to support, we want to invest in a black business, but not in the point where it's like where it's like you're only investing because they're black, but the product itself isn't good. Gotcha. You have to like where do we draw that. the yeah. line? Yeah. Research. Like within, um, where you're putting your money. You have to see longevity in it because that's a, a lot a lot of times, especially this day and age, we're focused on the fast thing. So if I were them, I would look and see what's sustainable for a long amount of time. Yeah. But what if that what if the sustainability doesn't come unless you put the money in because they don't have the finance financial resources to show you that it has the capability. Well, you don't have a sound business plan, yeah. do you? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think anybody's <laughs> just going to invest in any business just because they're black. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, no. Well, no, there I are. There are some grants. There I are some grants that are specifically for black but, owners. Name one. But even even all even all of that. Small I Business Association has small grants. Yeah, what are you small, talking yeah. about? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, what black business got invested into that? Just because he's saying, yeah, just, just because they were black right. and it wasn't a good idea or. Well, NBA players throw their money around a lot of stuff. Well, we still need yeah, to pay mine to have like an actual business plan that you know we like we believe in. Like it's not like they're gonna throw money at something random just because. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, I don't think it's cavalierly thrown out. I just think that it. it no, they have a whole team behind. Yeah, like millionaire. Yeah. No, that's it. Millionaire. You put that. That's what I'm saying. I think the line is already drawn. Yeah, they have a whole team that's going to evaluate everybody's business plan before yeah. they invest twenty five thousand. But honestly, yeah. black women probably over, overly prepared anyway. So I mean, okay. no. well, <laughs> <laughs> like I, we, we have checked the yeah. boxes. We have gone back and forth because you know we can't afford. I feel like that's a woman thing in general. You know, though. but there are grants that specifically look at are you black? Okay, that's the first check mark. Then after that is assessing the product and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, part of investment is taking that risk because you don't know if it's actually going to work. You're actually like the initial angel investors, they invest for the purpose of a promising future. Yeah. You don't know what, what's going to happen. Well, well, that's, it's almost like, it's almost like gambling. It's the same shit. You, you have a hundred dollars in your pocket. You go to, to, to Vegas or AC, wherever you, you go, you're not guaranteed a winnings. You know what I'm saying? You're not even guaranteed you coming back with money in your pocket, but you go just for that chance. That's just like business. Again, obviously you just have a little bit more on paper than you do with casino machinery and and timing and all all that encompasses that but i just think when when you think about chameleonaire and and him as a whole like kind of his path i think he's made some smart investments so i wouldn't be all that concerned with that aspect of it um and the risk of failure is not the, because of black you know what yeah, i mean it's like yeah. there's yeah. always going to be a risk of failure and and, and that's my other thing while there's a, a black uh i guess cadence with it because obviously it's women and uh, women of color or minorities rather it doesn't have that that uh that stigma of you know hey this is what's happening because it's black you get what i'm saying like yeah. people are really I, I like that people are focusing on this just because it's chameleonaire and e40 and they're doing something for women and for the culture not because it's oh e40 and chameleonaire are doing this because they want to support black people i feel like there's a difference there even even how that even how that statement is presented and and even how this whatever this is is being marketed it's not marketed towards a race thing but it is i mean even if it was, I wouldn't have a problem with it because there are 
uh, we we have seen whether it's with mortgages or other aspects of like the economy, right? Mm-hmm. Black people have been at a disadvantage when it comes to certain things. Even like getting loans to open up a business store, it's yeah. harder for black people to go to a bank and get that money than it is someone else. Yeah. So for me, like I don't mind the fact that that they specifically are targeting people of color mm-hmm. and and people uh, who are black. Now, obviously, the product has to be substantial, yeah. but. I'm I'm fine with him saying I want the focus to be on black people mm-hmm. and people of color and then the product will be second yeah. right yeah. it's I I just think that's it's super important especially in spaces like in tech spaces where you don't see a lot of black owned tech businesses mm-hmm. at this point definitely, so definitely I agree with Aaron all right yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> I agree I agree all right we'll we'll move on um shout out to those uh, guys yeah, invest in us. Yeah, okay. Y'all about to say invest in invest in us. Answer, <laughs> answer my DM. I'm not kidding. <laughs> invest. <laughs> we black too. Yeah, word. I hit that nigga. I hit a chameleon there like, yo, man, love what you're doing, man. And you just hit back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you ever give somebody a long spiel like, yo, man, I, I just think what you're doing is really great and everything is fantastic. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks, word. Yeah, word. Yeah. Like, word. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he gave me like one of the basketball players. Just like you see a basketball nigga in, 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 in like a garage or somewhere in a mall. Like, oh my God, Jordan, I love you so much. Like, thank you, man. I appreciate you. And just walk. <laughs> like, I feel like he said that, but just in text. <laughs> like, well, that's uh, what Jordan did to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I feel like Jordan jeans. Damn, did he, did he Jordan me on the low? But like, he what did. did you want from him, though? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. What, 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 is, like, what was your angle? Did, did you expect that? He transferred nothing. that energy. Okay. Yeah, nothing. I don't. Let yeah. me. Whenever I reach out to people, I don't have an expectation. Uh, it's it's a plus when you answer. Yeah. Because then I know right. once once I have you, I, I can talk. I know how to articulate my. Not not with that thing. But it's just the. And now the DM will go through. So I mean, now. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, there's stalking. There's other ways. It's yeah. fine. Anyways. Um. All right. Uh. So uh, we've obviously been gearing up for this for quite some time, especially uh, between Joe Rogan and and Kanye, and then obviously the announcement of um, David Letterman's uh, reboot to his show on Netflix. Season two just is is up now on Netflix, but particularly because Kanye is on his show. Um, so recently in the news, Kanye was originally supposed to do Joe Rogan's podcast, allegedly. They had had uh, some sort of conversation about it. Uh, they arrived to the point where it never got done. I don't know what happened. No one really knows. But um, Well, Joe Rogan did address that. Well, no, no, no. I know Joe Rogan addressed that, and, yeah. we'll, and, and, I'll, and we'll get there, right? So fast forwarding, um, again, the announcement comes out with David Letterman's show, and Kanye is on there. So... Uh, I was excited. I was really, really, really excited. I didn't know when the interview took place. I didn't know what the the context would be. I knew that there would be restraints. Um, I also, uh, looking at it, or or prior to looking at it, I'll say I kind of knew that we wouldn't get a lot of answers, even though I feel like I got a whole bunch of answers from this shit. I got a whole bunch of answers. Uh, it was it was a little bit clearer than than things have been. Um, what what were what are, what do you guys think? What were some of your takeaways with this shit? And then also, I want to know like, because um, obviously w- with the time frame of when this happened, this isn't re- it's not recent, but it's recent. Like it's all the way up to the point where he starts doing the Sunday services, but they still kind of focus in on um, his last project. So I don't know. I, I, definitely marketing, obviously. It, it, there's no coincidence. This shit comes out uh, Friday. 
the one year anniversary of of um you know I, I I don't like being bipolar. It's awesome, whatever. I can't remember what it is. Um, but that album comes out the next day, which is the one year anniversary. So obviously they they've aligned, right? Does that did that jade you guys at all, knowing that okay, this may be one big marketing thing for both David as well as Kanye? I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all you got. You don't want to elaborate on that? Yeah, anyway. Well, well. <laughs> It was a good interview, I think, for both of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially for Kanye. I wouldn't say that anything was off the table in that interview. Oh, they, he, he openly said something was off the table. Well, he, said, well, no, he said, I can't name that man and his kid. He, yeah, yeah. he said, I can't talk about Drake and, or his family. Yeah. But then he still mentioned Drake and quoted one of his uh, rap yeah, lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it was a good interview for the most part. Mm-hmm. But, but you don't really learn anything new in it. Oh, I did. I, I, I learned a lot. I learned something about with him and his uh, what he was talking about. Sorry, I learned yeah, something when he was talking about like with him and his mother. Um, I learned mad shit. All right, uh, let, let's share. What did you yeah. guys learn today? Come on, nice. good, good. He can even make uh, David Letterman look dope. Did you see the threads? <laughs> Fire. All right, so not for nothing. I, mean, I, I did think that. <laughs> I thought Dave arrived there in Yeezy shit. <laughs> like, I didn't really see it. Like, did you notice the jeans that, that David put on versus the jeans that he had on? Was it really that much same. of a difference? But <laughs> to, I, to the, to the, to, right, yeah. here you go. But, to the trained eye. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but, but, um, I did like Dave in Yeezy shit. But that's, that's, that's surface shit, right? So, all right, I'm going to get into a bunch of shit that uh, I picked up from here, from me. I, well, I, oh, I will say that it made me look at Kanye in a different light, because before then I was like, F him. Like, he's, yeah. he's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. I understand the mental health aspect of it, but, like, at some point you have to be like, okay, I have to take responsibility as being a voice for the people. Definitely. And all the asinine things that come out of his mouth. And it, it, even even when he was explaining the Trump situation in, in the interview, I was still cringing. Because it's beyond it's beyond freedom of speech. It's just like you have to know when you are literally offending a body of people. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, he has the right to do that, but mm-hmm. you can't be mad at the backlash and saying they're bullying you. I know y'all have already covered this in a different podcast. But yeah, it's yeah. just like Well no, we rehashing shit anyway, like, but good. Literally mm-hmm. you can't just be like, I don't understand, like y'all push me down when I'm like announced this and I'm just like, yo, it's the belief of it. It's beyond saying, hey, I don't like this person. I don't like what this stands for. It's literally directly offensive to the people who support you. I think, all right. So here's some takeaways from me. Well, I mean, it, 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 oh. it, touches, uh, it touches a lot on what you're saying, but I think it, 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 there's layers, right? Yeah. The first major thing that stands out to me is the comparison between Andy Kaufman and himself. Do y'all know who Andy Kaufman is? Break it down. Do. Yeah. Break it down for I know the you viewers. Know who this is. <laughs> Andy, in short, Andy Kaufman is an entertaining genius who got lost in a character who then lost himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Andy Kaufman played another character. He he tried to he was a failed comedian at one point and tried to get on Chitlin Circuits and wasn't doing well. So he created um a, a alternate person. What's that? I'm, I'm having a brain fart. What is that called? Alter ego. Alter ego. Thank alter you. That's ego. that's what it is. Alter ego. Thank you. He creates an alter ego, which then takes off. You, you see him on tax on shows like Tax. You see him on doing stand ups. You see him doing uh, late night shows. You see him on wrestling. He then created himself into an actual wrestler. So in in, in short, mm-hmm. for people that don't know about him, he is someone that really lived and breathed his acting craft and his his passion to the point where. 
allegedly it, it changed his own reality. He couldn't tell whether he was this character that he had been trying to sell to, to TV networks and to uh, people or if he was truly and, uh, Andy Kaufman. So that's one thing that was very, very interesting. And even you can see David, um, you can see his reaction to it. He said, Andy Kaufman. He said, what's, what's the connection there? And Kanye says he gives me bravery. He he lets he 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 convinced me that I could be myself or or create something else. That was one thing that was really interesting. And that's weird because it's like he lost himself. Yeah. In the process. Yeah. But uh, well, I won't say that because again, there's a few things, right? Well, wait, wait. With who? who are we? With oh, you mean Andy Kaufman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. I'm uh, talking about Andy Kaufman. Oh yeah, yeah I yeah. thought you were saying Kanye. Did he lose himself though? Because the greatest joke was he didn't die. Well, well, that was the thing. How Andy Kaufman allegedly dies, because, again, they, I, I hate to say the whole alleged thing, because I kind of put him in that same box with, like, Pac and all of them, when you have that, oh, he's alive, not alive. But, again, it is one of those things that's, like, even his close friends, family members, like, ex-girlfriends, they don't know if he's dead or not, because he was a constant, like, uh, joke and not joke disrespectfully, but uh, he was in constant. He was a walking bit. That's what I'm looking for. He's yeah. a walking bit. That's what he was constantly. Like even when he uh, uh, he he discovers that he has cancer, it took his whole crew maybe like a week for them to really take into consideration that yeah, he's not lying. This isn't a bit. Like he caused. He talked about family members dying. He did all types of bits just to do it. <laughs> No intention, just doing, just to see if he can pull it off. So when he announces that he has cancer, they're like, "All right, yeah, Andy, knock, knock it the fuck off. Like we're not paying no mind to that shit." So how does Andy Kaufman or the comparison resonate with you in connection to Kanye? I think that that's partially what happens to Kanye. I think I think Kanye's brain. You think he gets so um, enthralled in his characters? I, he, uh, I, I do, I do, and I think you 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 uh, you jumble that up in a gumbo of emotion, passion, uh, uh, drive. Uh, creativity and and then uh, lunacy because again but, I feel like all people of that cloth even everyone in this room when you're when you're a creative you you have that kind of lunacy I think you gumble all of that up and then you add on the cherry of mental health mm-hmm. yeah I, I I think you're gonna get that well well maybe all lunacy isn't bad. Well, I'm not even getting there. I'm not even getting there because even even in the lunacy for this interview, for me, it was super clearer than I think it's ever been for me. Right. What was the other shit that stuck out for me? Um, His father. His father. I've never heard him talk about him. I've only heard about three times where Kanye mentions his father in this type of uh, setting where it's 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 one of those. It's 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 not. It's like a one-way train. Like, there's no avoiding the conversation. There's no... He's asking... David is asking a direct question that's not hard, but it's hard to answer. And even in his responses of that, of him saying, yo, like, you know, like, me and my pops, we kicked it, but my pops kind of did the same thing when I was younger. Like, I, he also had these outbursts. He just wasn't as famous. And then he follows up by saying, I'm genetically designed this way. It's just me. <laughs> I, I can't explain it. It's just me. It's just something that happens. Again, that's telling. You, you, you think about any, 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 any of us in this room or in the world matter, there's always someone that we look up to. It could be mentors. It, it can be, um, I don't know, fucking superhero. I don't know. It could be whatever. Nas, porn stars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever it is. Whoa. 
But but when you, when when <laughs> but when don't when, drag when, money. <laughs> but <laughs> all jokes aside, but when you have these things, you idolize people. You tend to 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 kind of take up after them. It's it's yeah. a natural thing. And I'm not saying you take up after everything, but I think again when you think about jumbo or gumbo rather, and you mix in a pot of genetics how he was raised, who he idolizes, his beliefs in being a, a, a freedom speaker. His mom taught him that. Father gives him his, his creative side. And then you jumble it up with everything else, like I've been saying, mental health, mm-hmm. self-awareness, uh, feeling lost, not having that safe haven, your mom still dealing with that. Did y'all see him start I, to tear up? I was about to say, I felt like he hasn't dealt with it yet. No, he hasn't. Like, even it's- when he was trying to talk, like, even the subtle things, like, when he was talking about... The tr- like Donald Trump and his own uh, personal beliefs in that, and then how like uh, uh, liberals are bullying and stuff yeah. like that. You, he was very consistent, but when he was talking to his mom, you could you just could, see the change in it. mannerisms and you, even the way that he was talking. Like you could tell that shit is still affecting him, and he hasn't dealt with it. Nope. I still feels guilty for it. So that's well, that's what I thought. That's yeah, what I thought. Like still guilty. I think Kanye's biggest thing that was the one thing I arrived with after the the mom section is Kanye yeah. feels guilty. Yeah. Kanye 100%. feels guilty. That's even what, when, that's all it is. When he talked about the bear, the the, 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 the bear that his mom got, yo, and he was just like, "What?" And then once she passed away, he listen. was like trying to find it as a way to like still kind of keep a piece of her and to put her above Honor everyone her. else. Okay. That yeah. you know, I forget. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. Who's the artist? Uh, uh, t- t- I can't something. pronounce it. I can't pronounce it. I'm not. I'll find it. Chris, like, can you get the name? It's almost like Takashi. Yeah, it's something like that. that. It's something like that. But it's, the fact that that's someone that's he idolized. Shit. I can't pronounce that shit. It's like some, someone he idolized, and then yeah. like it took, like his mom had to pass in order for him to put, literally metaphorically and literally put her above the person he idolized the most. So, but that's almost like interesting to me because he, they at the end they kept talking about psycho um, therapy and psychotherapy. Like that, but it was like psychiatry. So he didn't did he actually talk through this or did they so, give him pills? So that's to- that's the thing again where you can see the edits. Yeah. You can see where shit was cut. Uh, there was a lot of edits in the shit. There's a lot of blank spots. Like even at the end when 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 David is talking and they're kind of wrapping up and you see the clips of the uh this the uh Sunday service shit. Yeah. Do y'all not see how abruptly it ends and said, yeah. all right, well, thank you. And you can, you yeah. can see it. it, it you can see that, that, that stuff was happening. That, that's, that's CV magic. Who's, Yo, who's, oh, sorry, go. Oh, no, I just wanted to say what stood out for me in the interview was when um, Kanye basically said that he has friends and family members that have voted for Trump, and they're afraid yeah. to yeah, speak yeah. out. And he says when he wears the red hat, you know, it's kind of to stand up to the to them being bullying or being afraid to stand mm-hmm. out. Now, he said, you know, he doesn't wear the red hat for politics or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But then David Letterman asks him, did you vote? Kanye says no. Oh, oh. David Letterman says, well, then you, you, you don't have a say. You don't have a he say. He said, I never voted. Yeah. He, said, but, I've never, but, he, said, he said, I've never voted in my life. Ne- ne- neither have I. I can relate. So he says, you don't have a say. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye, after the crowd goes crazy, he goes, oh, you got me. Then he goes, well... Who's to say who who can have a say? That part made me very uncomfortable. I'm sorry, like Kanye's reaction made me very uncomfortable. Well, well, this so this is but, where. But this is David where Letterman kind of bullied him right there. Can oh, you yeah. see that? Yeah, no, I don't think that was, I don't no, think that was, that a, was a liberal so, so bully. So like, telling a man that he doesn't have a say so listen, in something. So hold on, but if you hold don't on. Have a voice in but, politics, how are you going to be political? That's, like, that's my like, thing. So but he said this is nothing political. Wait, wait, wait. Before we jump there, because I feel like that was one of the bigger conversations there, and that's where the interview takes a turn, right? 
So let's fast forward. Um, hold on, energy change. Let me comments. Dave stepping in. Explain difference. Okay, so boom. So yeah, because that was my last, my last little. I right, so boom. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you got. That's how you got to go into it. Or bong, just your shit. How New York of you? Yeah. Yes, um, <laughs> all right, so bong. As a, as a, <laughs> I told you, that's how I gotta start the shit. Bong, bong, right? Bong. The moment he mentions, um, Nazi may need to put the shades on. The the political, <laughs> uh, how do I put this? The moment he he starts to go into his political, I won't say agenda, I'll say view, because he doesn't claim to be political. He just he doesn't see sides. Let's say view, right? Sounds if he says liberals are bullying. Oh, but, but yes, whatever. correct. Okay, that that is kind of true though. That's it, literally. I, I don't. What? I don't. I don't like. I don't like people that voted for Trump neither. But there is there is a little bit of. Uh, there's not liberal bullying. There, there's. there's it's, I mean, there is, but it's not. That's. I really. There's truth into what he's saying. So, and this is uh, and this is where I've arrived to. This is where I've arrived to. And I, it's not for me. It's not a right wrong. I'm. My whole sole purpose in looking at the interview is. Especially after, because by this time it was what 30, 40 minutes in, I'm I'm getting a, a better understanding. That's the whole my sole purpose for this, right? Yeah. His whole purpose was, yo, I'm tired of being bullied. I've always been bullied my entire life. N- told what not to do, who not to be. Now, if 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 it's something that's happening globally, like Trump, like like this whole big thing that's happening, and uh, people are saying don't go with it, I'm gonna go against it just because of the fact that you guys are telling me I can't do it. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. He he went uh, he he goes about things. At least this is what I got from it. He is 100% always going to go against the grain just because he, he he's always been told to not go against the grain and he's been feeling controlled behind it. But he also shows a little bit uh, of the side of himself that is it will be the this, the side that it's at his at his demise, where he talks about Jay Z and the ego aspect within yeah, Jay Z's yeah, music, and yeah. he's like, you know, we all put a little bit of ego in our music, but it's just like, for Kanye though, the reason why I mean, listen, if you're, I've never had issues with black people being conservative. I actually mm-hmm. have friends who are being conservative, but my whole thing was like I keep saying is, it's not that like. I, I'll listen to have an understanding, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't sit here and say you love Trump without, and you're completely ignoring some of the things that he's done and said. 100%. Like, you can love someone and they still have their flaws and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but if you truly love someone, then you're you're willing to openly say, you know what, I know what he does, X, Y, and Z is wrong, mm-hmm. but I still love him because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That's at the end of the day, that's all I want because he also has to understand the climate that we're in right now. Like, there are people that are so encouraged by what Trump does that they're willing to just go and, like, fuck someone up mm-hmm. just for being black, yeah, right? Yeah. Or doing things just because they're black. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the, um, a missing part. It's not like back in the era where it was Bush, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the racist people are going to always be racist, but we're in a period of time where the closet of racist people feel encouraged and are okay with be doing this extra and racist and enabling shit. Mm-hmm. And you have to be... In, in a way, it's like he has to be careful because people view him as the voice of black people. I agree. I like agree. Fox News, whenever he says, oh, I love Trump, black liberals are horrible. Fox News says, yeah, black liberals are horrible. Yeah. So that's my thing is like 
there needs to be some sort of responsibility when it comes to free thought. I don't think the issue of him having free thought is the issue. It's just understanding the power and the responsibility that you have as someone who is a mega platform mm -hmm. and being able to convey that message in the appropriate way. I agree. Like, remember, remember when he first started doing his rants and we were like, you know, let's listen. Mm -hmm. And some of the stuff we agreed with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's like you yourself have to formulate that in a way that's concise and people can understand it. Sometimes that means like, don't just speak because you just think it. Yeah. Take the time to appropriately put the message out in the right way. I agree. I, I want to circle back to Ari and, and uh, Wilson's now liberal conversation. Again, the moment Dave shuts him down and says, yo, um, well, no, when Kanye says, um, I've never voted in my life, and, and David says, oh, okay, well, you don't have a say in this conversation. I, I, I agree with him. I agree as well because you're enabling. I, 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 I yeah. agree with him. I, I feel like it's the same thing when um, it's, it's similar to uh, you being, I don't know, us being here, a crime is committed. I see, I see you get hurt, but I say nothing, but I don't do anything either. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't go to the police and say, oh, yo, I saw uh, Wilson was assaulted, but I then don't say, all right, well, oh. I, I didn't see anything. You not doing anything still is, is a problem. Hold on. So because he didn't vote, he can't say, I think that these people are being bullied. He can't say that? No, no. What, what I'm saying is. But he, that's he, what Dave said he can't have say on. No, he can't have a say on the political sides. He can't have a say on how the government is for, run. If like, you're campaigning yeah, you for a specific person that you did not vote for or had no say so in the voting process, like how can you? It's an endorsement. What he's yeah. doing is an endorsement. Yeah. So he he can't he can't do that if like no like you have no say in the process. But but like, but but if he clearly states, I'm not talking about the man's politics. He's wearing the the literal campaign slogan. But then he says. The reason why I love Trump is because he was never supposed to rise to power. And I'm, I'm inspired by that. Just because you hate someone doesn't mean that you can't acknowledge or be inspired by them. And that's the problem. That's what he's fighting. That, that, that's what he's saying. People are, he's being bullied or his friends are being bullied. Or whatever. That goes back but to Aaron's he, clarity. But, but it's also, like I said, if you love someone, then you should be able to acknowledge the flaws. Yeah. You can't sit here and say, oh, I love him because of this, but not, like, if you if you were raised, especially with his mother and, and what he has done for Chicago, you can't sit here and then not acknowledge that point. Because then it, it makes you look like a hypocrite. But he, because, does, but he does say that he doesn't agree with everything Trump says. He did say that before. And I, he also preaches yeah. stuff for black people all the time on his albums. Yeah. He, he did say, I don't agree with everything President Trump says. Uh, so, all right. No, but that's that's a that's even a vague statement in itself. Yeah, so the, the problem is, like, huh? all right. But, so, but, so, but, it, but it just gets fucked up when, you know, a man gets called all types of names, hated on and shit. Just because he's not saying what you want him to say. But there were, but there were some, but there were some people, there were some people who had a respectful conversation with him about their thoughts, in, in, in a closed environment, not in front of anyone. And he still went ahead and shared that shit <laughs> and threw it out. How, how? And if you're saying that he's being bullied, then how? How is that being respectful to a person uh, 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 who's taking the time to really just have a conversation with you, are, friend are to you friend, man to man? Yes, I'm referring to J. Cole. J. Cole did the same thing to Wale on a song. 
where that he shared their right, personal but, conversations. Yeah, I'm not, but that doesn't so, make it doesn't make it right. Period. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, the act, regardless, is literally the act is wrong. That's wrong for wrong. Whether he does it, you do it. It's wrong. If you want to have an an environment of free thought and having someone having that one on one conversation with you, especially with someone who's up in his echelon of like notoriety and stuff the last thing that you need to do is then post the conversations that you're having Mm -hmm. because then you are actually going against what you want is that free thought environment where anyone can speak you guys can speak to each other no matter your different views you can speak with each other in a safe environment where the conversation is not going to go out you're going against what you want by doing that do i think that j cole is right for doing that for wally no do i think that drake is right for doing the similar thing no but if that's what you want is a free a space to have free thought and having people be comfortable with being different, the last the, the last thing you need to do is make them not feel comfortable enough to have those kind of yeah. conversations. Exactly. With what you. was your intention behind posting? You know what I mean? It's just like Well, the the other the other thing for me as well is even with the the point of Kanye, um, I think what pisses people off the most is that you can see that there is a level of clarity with Kanye, right? He understands that he's ruffled feathers. He understands that how he even went about it, putting the hat on, it, it, it's unorthodox. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the fact that he, with even all of that, doesn't at least kind of, I want to say adjust maybe, because now knowing that he offended so many people, I think that's what pisses people off even more. I don't think it's a, to Aaron's point, I don't think it's a conversation of, yo, you can't uh, say, uh, you can't believe in who you want to believe in, you can't vote for who you want to vote yeah. for, you can't you can't uh, be you. I don't think it's that. It's okay, you're being you, but yo, in turn with you being you and being in- ignorant to certain things, you're uplifting a certain uh, culture and you're uplifting a, a certain government that is, is not geared towards helping you at the end of the day. And I think that that's why people, there's a disconnect with Kanye. And I also think that's the reason why people hold him in a certain box because of that fact. And, and, you know, and that's just kind of where I I laid with it. But well, I, the one thing I can commend him for is that when he did have the conversation about mental health, he said, I I will only tell you from my experience. Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. This is only what I can say from my experience. I think that is important. Um, because he can speak from the perspective of him dealing with these illnesses. Yeah. But since he is a notable person, like you have to be mental health conversations. Like you have to also be mindful and careful about the things definitely, that you say. Even so David I do too. appreciate the fact that he says, I'm not talking from a doctor's perspective. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't take medication or anything like that, but this is just my experience. Yeah. And I, and I did like the way that he handled that. Mm-hmm. Here's Are you gonna my, say something? Here, here, here. No, that's a good note. I'm a. <laughs> I defend Kanye. You say something. You say something nice, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop. See that's. See, <laughs> see that's the problem you're, right there. You love him so much. <laughs> you're an enabler. I get bullied. I'm a victim. I'm getting bullied right now. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. So here's my only my last thing. I guess with Kanye because we got other shit to cover. Do you what did, what did you guys think about the space that he was in? And when I say space, because obviously we don't know where he is, but looking at him, what did y'all take away from that? Like as he's doing the interview, I thought he became increasingly more uncomfortable as the interview progressed. Okay, um, I don't think that on a stage like that was the be- the healthiest way for Kanye to yeah. talk to yeah. Dave. But um, I'm happy he did it mm-hmm. just so he can like address some of those issues, even though it shouldn't have really been on that, that mad long that ago. Plat- 
that platform, but you can t- clearly see he's struggling internally still. And yeah. I hope he gets the psychotherapy and not just psychiatry that he mm-hmm. needs. Facts. Quick question. Y'all don't have any problem with Dave saying, because you didn't vote, you don't have a say. We still on this? Yeah. No, I'm I just mean, curious. <laughs> like, everybody's fine with that. No alarms get set off. No, I'm from the culture. It's like, it's like, it's like pot. It's like potting, right? A, a nigga can't tell me how to pod if you've You're never done it, it and, and you don't. You can't tell me how to do this. He no, has, he has a right to like no. have but, his but opinion. That, that, but that like, means that somebody can't give you an no. opinion on your podcast. Yeah, no, no, hmm. no, you can't. And only, only, okay. simp- only simply because of the simple fact that. I'm doing this. I'm living it. But 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 he lives in the U.S. Yeah. Forget what. Forget that. What vote, I, vote, hold on. Voting is a right, not an obligation. I'm not saying it is, but if you live in the U.S. But if he chooses not to exercise his right, that should be fine. And that's great. Yeah, but there's there's consequences that. But then to say a man doesn't have say, that doesn't. There's nothing wrong no, with that. No, no, no. The difference is, I'm saying he doesn't have a say with me. I'm not saying he doesn't have a say in general. What I'm saying is the way I move. I, if I, if we're so, like, like like we're potting. Hold on. I'm talking. If we're potting. <laughs> if, if we're potting. No, listen. I'm saying because yeah. it applies for all of us if yeah. we're potting and the random people that walk in and out this building if someone comes in here and says hey yo uh you should move that camera up a little bit and you should you should do it and i, and I say to him hey fam are you are you a videographer oh no i just thought maybe it, it would look cool okay no shut the fuck up get out we're recording okay but that's you that's you that's, that's brand hold on, that's brandon hall <laughs> but the same responsibility that you bestow upon Kanye, you have to bestow upon david letterman correct so when he says something like that Broadcasted to the world, he should be held to a higher standard, right? Who should be held to a higher standard? David Letterman and saying you don't have a say, or or it's only wrong when it's something that you don't agree with. Well, first off, I I, I started my my defense by saying I perp, I'm saying me. That's how I am. I'm not saying that's for anyone else. I'm, this is now me taking a Kanye book. I'm only talking about my experience. What, yeah. I'm, what I'm only saying is I could see how someone that is a true patriot. Because there are true patriots in the world that exist, that live and breathe American culture and really are, oh, no, for, no. are for American culture. And him and David saying, yo, I'm not really into politics, but I, I, I vote. I, it's important. You, you, you can't have, we can't have this conversation because you don't know what I've been through as a voter. So you can't be a patriot unless you vote? That's not what I'm saying. That's Why exactly are you twisting your words? What, what I'm saying is there are true. What, what I'm sa- what I simply said was, yo, there are true patriots in the world. I'm talking about David. David Letterman saying, yo, I am a voter, and because I'm a voter, I feel a way about the current administration. So, so, you so, don't you don't have the same pains because so, I stayed so I stood in line, I voted, I did things. So basically, he's saying because I'm a voter, I'm more important than you. I'm not saying that's what. No, he's no, I'm saying that's what Dave said. It wasn't a level of importance. Yeah, he's, he's not like, talking. How about are you making political statements if you didn't even? Like off you the haven't run space. the political queen. You, you literally haven't, haven't even entered the political space, and, and, but yeah, you are campaigning for this man. Yeah, and you're you're not even saying. like you're you're over here trying to remove yourself when it's convenient and saying, oh, I don't vote ever, and, and, but then letting everything happen like pan out to this, and it's like no, you don't have a say so because you debt you didn't fill out a ballot. Like, and that, okay, and that's and that's my only thing where I say it that situation right there was almost the reverse of Kanye, right. In the sense of Kanye has been told, yo, you can't do certain things or whatever the case may be. And David is saying, well, yo, you can't have this conversation because I've run this course. I've, I've, I've run a, a political course. I, I'm vested. I voted. You've never done that. So you don't know what voters feel like. It's the same shit. It's the same. What he's saying is accurate. As a voter, when you go and, and stand on them hot lines, you argue with people or, you know, you got to go fill out the ballot or whatever happens in your experience, that is an experience. So, and, and, and when things don't turn out the way it turned that you wished it would turn out from a voting perspective, yeah, it's a so, little So let me ask you this. So if you watch American Idol but don't vote, you can't comment on the singers? 
we're not campaigning for them to. to but be that's my whole entire point. You, what what legitimizes the same man's rationale. opinion? It's all right. So what you're saying? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, if you, okay. I, I, I'm I'm for I'm for this club. Oh it's, wait, so oh here here. So if you watch American Idol and you don't vote in American Idol, but you're complaining because the yeah. person that you wanted to win didn't, didn't win, and if I ask you, did point. you vote that's for that person? Point. But he didn't do that. He no, but I know I'm. No, but that's the I'm, point t- of voting. I'm speaking. I'm speaking to the. The concept that you brought. Okay. We're running around in circles here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's getting a little bit. Redundant. At the end of the day, I'm unmoved. I just, th- I feel like that it, if you're gonna be the walking billboard for Trump and you didn't even have any involvement in the process of getting him elected, or you got him elected, like it, it's literally like you can't, you can't. Yeah, I just, I just think, even with that, um, and again, to your point, we're being a dead horse. I yeah. just think, I think there's so many different layers of this that. It's hard to say what side is what, what side is who. Just, but for me, from an understanding perspective, I understand so much more now um, Kanye's position and, and, and how he feels and what he's dealing with. And, and again, like I said before, you can't. I, I'm, I'm never going to shun someone for how they feel. I, I just wanted him to be a little bit more educated because what he's backing is, or what he deems to be freedom of speech is really hurting us, including him as a people. Like it, at that for me, like I was watching, I was watching a bunch of interviews. It was some other interview I saw with him and someone asked him a question. He couldn't even answer it. Um, he said, yo, with, with what you did, you know, um, do you think, how do you think your mom would feel about that? And he couldn't even answer. He, he, they, like he was damn near in tears with it. It's, it's certain things that again, I think he's still dealing with internally. And I, um, and for the Sunday service shit, I think that that truly is healing for him. Yeah. Like seeing how he was at the end of that in, in, in bliss and kind of just, in, in a state of peace, I was happy to see him yeah. connecting with something that was uh, making him better. Also, it's interesting that you were talking about how when everyone says that he needs to do one thing, but he just is automatically going to do the other. It's all about purpose and intention, right? If the mm-hmm. purpose and intention of you doing something is to prove someone wrong, at the end of the day, it's never going to turn out be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not always going to be happy at the end of the day when it comes to it. Like, if you're going to do something, do it because you truly believe in it and you want to do it. But don't do it because you want to prove other people wrong or go against the green of what everyone else thinks. Like, if that's how you really think, then that's how you really think. And I also think that, you know, before we continue on, I think another thing, too, is, you know, we live in a society where people can't even tell a difference between criticism and constructive criticism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or challenging versus bullying, mm-hmm. right? Those are not the same things. And I think sometimes people view it as the same thing. And I do think when some of the conversations that he... do I, Granted, there are some people on social media that attacked him mm-hmm. and they didn't even understand anything, oh, right? Sure. I will sure. give him that. But there, I do felt like there were some people that genuinely wanted to have a conversation with him. And whether it's for challenging or understanding and wanted to have that conversation, but he viewed it as... Oh, you're attacking me. Yeah. Because it's like, if you've always been attacked your entire life, and if you don't deal with that yourself from a therapy perspective, you're going to always feel like everyone's coming at you and they always have bad intentions and you're going to react such way. Yeah, I agree. He's an artist and he's sensitive about his shit. Yeah, as you should be. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Um, All right, let's let's move on a little bit. Um, I think for all music lovers and and music purchasers, this is... uh, not really a surprise, but it is a surprise. Apple, well, this is alleged because I don't think Apple has actually formally gone out and said that this is happening. But Apple is apparently going to be shutting down iTunes. Um, now, there, the, the rumors have been circling for quite some time about this whole situation that um, 
you know, there was rumors of them merging with Disney, then merging with Netflix, then merging with all of these other streaming platforms. Um, but now, in fact, more and more uh, reports are coming out, in fact, stating that, hey, um, Apple is, in fact, looking to shut down iTunes, and they're looking to partner with um, applications, maybe like a, a Netflix or like a Hulu. So... Um, I guess, what do you guys think the future of, of Apple or just streaming now with music or just across the board, do you think it's haphazard the way that this is happening or do you think this is going to be something that will be fruitful from a consumer perspective and maybe even from a business uh, perspective, even though I don't think you can get 50-50 on it, but what do y'all think? That's a lot. I know. <laughs> that is a lot, bro. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I'm conditioned to buy music. I like I like buying music. Yeah. I like having music. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was little, I went buy CDs, bootleg tapes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I enjoyed that stuff. I mm -hmm. wanted to support the artists I like. Streaming is cool, but even now, like, I stream a song for a while, and then I'll end up buying it for $1.29. Yeah, right. Be because if iTunes goes down or Apple Music goes down, where's my music? Yeah. We come from a different generation where we, we, we did buy the CDs. Yeah, yeah. It, but we have to consider Gen Z coming in and scumbags. And, but they, they, they <laughs> but they've literally never had a whole to buy. Generation? They've, they've never had to like take the tapes and record them from the radio or yeah. like get the CDs. Oh, that's yeah. the golden era. I know, you put, right? You put the tissue with the play in the, and the record at the same time. And then when you wanted to record <laughs> over, you put the tissue or tape over the little slots exactly. and just put that. You use the pencil to rewind it, yeah. or whatever. They know. They don't know. That's what they're scumbags. They don't know anything about that. But they come from some place that's always going to have a way it's to accessible. access the music. Yeah. So it's not like they find any value in actually owning the thing. But I wonder... That's terrible. Like, <laughs> that is What, amazing. about the, the stream thing? Yeah, I mean, like, that's authentic. Like, you feel something. You have a connection with the artist. Like, you took your time out to actually sit there, find a tape to record over. Did you have to be like, damn, do I record over this one? Do I record over that one? Do I need a blank one? I need yeah. a new one. You you have a connection with the artist. So what's worse though? What's worse? Do uh, uh, them doing this streaming thing or our generation doing the piracy LimeWire stuff? At least it was appreciated. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> the the, pi uh, the I just wanted more of the artist. Yeah, I mean, if I'm keeping we it, we didn't have a way. We yeah, yeah. Napster. Yeah. I just wanted. Well, I just wanted Nap more. LimeWire, Lime like Napster, crashing, all that crashing. shit was life. No, arms. but like if we look at it as a bad thing, I mean, we also come from a generation that had no problem taking music without paying at. All. Oh, now now is a um, wee thing, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you are old, so millennials, right? But uh, you're older than me. No, you, I'm not. I'm not. You haven't proven now, it. Now, now you're old, not. but <laughs> no, but like think about it, right? We 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 crack on we crack on Gen Z and all that stuff for the streaming stuff, but our own generation literally would go on LimeWire with the hopes of getting the right song and ripping it and not even paying a dime for it. Damn, do you think we're the cause of this shit? Like really think Absolutely. about it. Absolutely, oh you think about it, right? Without a doubt, no. Gen what X. you mean? No, <laughs> oh, it's Generation X. X. Do you think? Do you, <laughs> honestly, though, take back. Do you think Gen X is will ever know the the feeling of going and purchasing your? You mean Gen Z or Gen Z rather? Do you think that they'll know what that feeling feels like to go and purchase your first album and not stream it? You get what I'm saying? Like I yeah. own it. Like, uh, yeah, like, so like Travis Scott has a vinyl, they're gonna be like, I want to. Yeah, but I, I just, I just feel like you it's, said they were vinyls. It's, it, I just passed that. I, th I think that it's almost like, um, I feel like this is the start of when DVDs first came and the start of when Blu-rays came. You, you yeah. know how like there's generations of things mm -hmm. like that yeah. happen that just change the world. Floppy disk, the fucking they heart. Yeah. Fucked up VHS. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, it was, was Blu-ray and HD, right? 
So no, it, it, it starts. It starts. Hold on. What was the the? It was before, before VCR. What was that shit? What is it? Beta Beta Max. Beta Max. Beta Max. Right. So it's Beta Max and VCR from VCR to DVD from DVD to Blu-ray from Blu-ray to uh, like an Apple TV. A- and Apple shit. TV from Apple TV to to uh, 3D then from 3D to 4K. Am I already outdated? Damn. I just got an Hold on, 3D was back in the 80s. She <laughs> had the red and blue glasses. No, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> that's true, too. That's true, too. That's I impressive change that you put together to on the spot. Like on the spot, right? Yeah, I like that. That's clean. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I just think about it. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm... It just got my wheels turning of what is the next thing. They're going to download it right to your brain. That's scary to chip. Think Insert chip, right? Like, how do, you, how do you top iTunes? For them to just... Pause. Shut it down. How do you top iTunes? <laughs> Y'all are some immature you can't, motherfuckers. You can't pause like, guys, relax. Come on. Relax. How do you, okay. How do you top that? What, what do you do to top There, there might be a nigga out there named iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't top him. Okay? First DJ iTunes. <laughs> Man, is there, if there's a nigga named iTunes out there, <laughs> name the kid ET for all that. iTunes is going to be in our comment boxes. <laughs> Oh yeah, we have some interesting names. So yeah. that's very possible. Um, I don't know what it is, but there is gonna be something bigger and better after. I mean, like even when we okay, here's a perfect example: athletes, right? Mm-hmm. We all when when everyone was in Michael Jordan, they all probably like, oh, who's gonna be? We don't know who's gonna top him. We don't yeah. know anything. And then LeBron James came, yeah. right? It's like every ten years, ten twenty years, there's something bigger and better that will come, and that's just. That's just the life cycle. I don't now, know how you hold, say now, it. It's just now, a cycle. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. That's what got me thinking. Is it life cycle or are we being programmed to think that it is a life cycle? That this next be- best thing that is being positioned to us marketing-wise in our faces on yeah. sponsorships. Are, is this person or item or object really the next best thing or are we constantly being programmed to think it is when it's really not? I think it's just a matter of accessibility. Right now, like the streaming and everything, it's just easier. I think it's technology people. too. Yeah, technology. I mean, we have to keep in mind every decade. Like, think about it, guys. Like, cell phones just started popping off in the '90s and early 2000s. Yeah. And that was not that far ago. Mm-hmm. And we, it's been and it's been progressing. I was late 2000s. Yeah. yeah. What? I was around. Oh, well, yeah, no, but remember, you had, but no, but like, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, but, man. but cell phones, I mean, I but cell, phones, cell phones were around before they were, no, but like the you 90s and early joint? 2000s is when the cell phones phone. progressed <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. they had, they had cell phones even before that, but it didn't yeah. start progressing until the 90s and early 2000s that it started picking up Fact. a lot more yeah. because yeah. I agree. they made yeah. it smaller I definitely and made it more accessible, right? But that was the era, not to cut you off, sorry, but that's the era where they started figuring that to your point that all right we may have something here yeah. let's fine tune yeah. this motherfucker but so, what yeah, we're holding right now is such a big jump yeah yeah it is well think from, about it I, I, from that Nokia from that Nokia that was like indestructible though oh you yeah. can throw yeah. that yeah. shit off a 30 <laughs> second building everyone's a genius you know that we're all cy- cyborgs right no but check this shit out we're all cyborgs and, and, and this and is how are. this is how much we're so programmed and not really thinking about shit so I was watching documentaries because I got caught up on watching documentaries last night right see you got programmed already I did I did get programmed but on the low but check this shit out do you know like the first four I think it was like the first four Macs right had I, I guess X amount of gigabytes right do you know this phone can do four times and store four times more data and compute it faster 
than those any of those computers that were said to be like revolutionary machines. I'm not yeah. surprised. Like so it's technolo- interesting when you think about shit like that. If you look at technology, technology sells you for the future, but it's really about the now. Definitely. Because Definitely. there's always going to be something that they're going to fine tune and fix to make it better and better and better later on, right? Yep. Everything from the horse and wagon. Mm-hmm. Then we got fucking cars. <laughs> Bitches didn't know they could fly and yeah. shit. Now they can fly and shit, right? But like that's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> Bitches didn't know they could fly, fly and shit. And now they can, <laughs> right? But did, y'all, but did y'all see the sauce E put on it? She said, "Bitches didn't know they can fly and shit." <laughs> Anytime any you know woman they can does fly. this, you know they be that shit for. But technology is more so for it, it, it's interesting, right? Because we think of technology of always being for the future, but a lot of times technology is solving the problems now with the hopes of continuing to solve future problems, Agreed. right? Yeah. So, like, cell phones, right? They start off with fucking cell phones the side, like, this fucking big. They just want you to talk to another, like, be able to call your boo without that landline your mom picking up on, right? <laughs> okay. Then after that, they're like, damn, no one wants to carry that suitcase plus the phone attached. So then they did the phone where it has the antenna. Mm-hmm. That, and they do it one problem by another, by another, by another. Um, and so technology, and, and, but it's funny because they market technology to always be about the grandeur of the future. Yeah. Technology is only meant to solve the shit that's happening now with the hopes that it'll still be solving that problem another one later on. And if yeah. it doesn't solve that problem to a certain point, they they switch it. That's what Apple did. They had iTunes. Oh, there's a there's a void. Let's fill it. Then they realize, damn, this is not solving the problem. Then they made Apple Music. Damn, this is not solving our problem for us and just in general. How can we fill it? Then they had Apple TV. Yeah. Oh, everyone's doing podcasts, etc. And they just continually continuously are, are, are solving uh, different problems here and there for the now. I had a crazer and I thought I was everything because it was like the what slim is razor. A, what is what's a crazer? Young snapper, what's that? Razor. Hey, hey, Kyle, 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 you don't, you don't have a mic, fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks. What? Yeah. Holy shit! I was the No, yeah, I know what a razor. What's a crazer? The crazer was a slender little razor, and it was like, it literally was like an inch wide. But like hey, three yo. inches long, so it was like really, really cute, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm top notch." Yeah. Before top that, notch. <laughs> before that, I had like the first front-facing camera because you know I had a little camera that like rotated and yeah. just like moved a finger. Anyway, that's, I think I think like, my first first phone was the Nokia shit. Yeah, the, the original oh. Nokia shit that had the snake where you could hack Fucking it. Fucking block phone. A block phone, and then you can bust a cap in someone's yeah, ass with and, that. Literally and, can throw. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I like felt, you literally could throw that phone and bust someone in the head. I felt like an OG triple OG when I got the Motorola Razor, the flip joint. Yeah, mm, am I the only one that thought? With the with the, the with the metal with the metal back that you yes. can clip off and put yeah. fam, I was kind of lit. I was. I had a two way pager, huh? I had a two way. Yeah, yeah. By that point, I was I was a junkie at that point. I started buying pagers. My parents thought I was dealing drugs. I had all types of <laughs> electronics in the crib. Your parents never thought that. Like that was a, that was a thing. Like <laughs> no, listen, listen. What I'm saying, like your parents are, didn't come from that school of like yo, what, like why you got a pager for? Like because there was like this whole big thing of them people thinking that uh you know anybody that had a pager had drugs or. We're selling drugs. You know, you, you that. never grew up in it. I knew you grew up. How old are you? Nope. What is your head you know, I've never I'm just saying I missed the whole Patriot era. That's what I'm saying. You, you missed the whole miss mad eras though. Real you missed mad like, eras. You was not outside. Yeah, man. like he's missed mad eras, Miss Prince. He's missed mad eras. Yeah, so, oh, don't. <laughs> All right, my bad. Wilson was not outside. Yeah, it wasn't outside. No, I never had that issue. My parents were always into tech, so I never had that issue. Plus, 
I mean, little Aaron. Do I look like I sell drugs? No. Yeah. Yo, oh, you're the perfect. I definitely see that. You're the perfect person to sell drugs. No, no, no. I'm not the perfect person because the fact that I'm black does not make me the perfect person. It's usually like that. No, 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 no. The perfect person. No, the perfect person because everyone, you know, some people always assume some black person sells drugs. It's a stereotype, right? But you get that one person who's like, like, a blonde girl from Malibu. <laughs> that's a fucking great yeah. Yeah, drug dealer right there. Yeah, that's probably your she, she had a two-way. Nah, nah man. That's probably your connect. Nah, that's not my Because, look, Cameron Diaz used to sell to Snoop. Yeah. Perfect drug dealer. No, 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 that was the other way around. Yeah, I thought it was Snoop. Snoop was, definitely sold her weed. Yeah, I thought it was Snoop. <laughs> nah, in my mind, she definitely sold Either way, him. there was some sort of drug transaction. <laughs> she definitely sold um, it. I'm with it. Yo, but, uh, but what did she sell, though? This is going to be completely off basis, but again, because I was watching documentaries, and, and it goes back into you guys' tech conversation about how you said uh, we, we solve for now and don't solve for the future. I thought about that, right? And then I watched um, I watched a documentary on Endgame last night and I, it just broke down everything. But in, in short of it, which I thought was interesting, was that the reason why Tony was so successful is because he went into and pointed out all of the flaws or took advantage of all of the flaws in all of his previous um, Iron Man suits to be able to do what he did in Endgame. So like every, you know how like every every uh, Iron Man, mm -hmm. there was always a new suit in the Iron Mans and each one of them had an enhancement, right? So like, for example, like when um, in Iron Man 3, he fights the, the dude Whip, Whiplash, I think it is. He fights him and he has electromagnetic shit and it, and it shuts down his power of a suit or whatever. Yeah. And I, and, and eventually when he takes that electric shock, he absorbs it, and he says, when he fights Thor, he says, oh, would you look at that? It works. Like, so in every enhancement, he took advantage of that. So because of that, when he was able to go back into the past, he was able to pinpoint certain things. Like, in, in, in Avengers Infinity War, his suit is, like, almost like, a, like a, a liquid over him that pours over him, so there's no way to get in. But in Endgame, when he goes back to the past, the suit that he's wearing in that Battle of New York shit is... It still has the, the vintage shit where there's open spaces and stuff. That's how Ant-Man is able to go into a suit and give him the cardiac arrest. Mm. You say all that to say? No, I just think that that's, that's <laughs> the point. That's the, that's the point of, of what she's saying of why how, I think that that's how, or not think, I know that that's how he was the forward thinking of looking at the little the little mistakes that we've made from a technology perspective or that, he, that he's made from a technology perspective. And he mm -hmm. was able to enhance his suit to where he was able to pull off Endgame and save the world. But I thought that that was interesting interesting if what if we were able to do that like if, if there was a tony stark of the world that really thought about innovation and really thought about taking Elon technology Musk? yeah but i'm talking about taking technology and really his kind of iron man yeah would um, you, you i wouldn't consider him iron man that's who Close tony stark based his character on. no i realize that but i don't know that he's iron man you don't like know. i don't know that he has the same <laughs> I I, I, he doesn't have the same uh i guess swag I don't know if it's <laughs> swag. That's basically what it is. I don't, no, I wouldn't say it's swag. It's, um, I don't know, power maybe? I don't know that he has the same influence. They, they, they gave him, he's able to like dig underneath the city. Yeah. No, I Have know, you but. Have Tesla? <laughs> yeah. No, but here, here what <laughs> I'm saying. He's building underground tunnels. I get that, but what I'm saying is Tony Stark, think about Tony Stark. Tony Stark has a tower. He has all these, these amazing things. He's trying to send and, people to Mars. I, huh? Yeah. He's trying to send people to Mars. I know. But I just don't think. <laughs> like, what more do you need? I know. I, 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 <laughs> he didn't go up against Thanos. Chill. Yeah, I think I think you missed what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he made a handheld flamethrower. Yeah, well, that's great. What I'm saying is, I, I don't think that he's. Did you just rush over a handheld flamethrower? Um, what am yep. I saying? I don't think that his 
influence is as impactful as a Tony Stark. He made Tesla. Not yet. He's a young Tony Stark. I'll give you that. All right. I'll give you that. That's what I'm saying. There I don't think go. like the 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 innovations in a granted we're we're talking about obviously fantasy world here, but but the innovations that Tony Stark came up with with everything. Like even you think about the barf technology with recreating memories and all of this shit. Like quantum realm yeah, shit. Like, can you imagine it. if someone like Elon had that power? Like what the world would be like. And you still have STIs out there. Well, well, that's a whole nother. But listen, but that's nature. You can't, what what Mother Earth and nature has brought to us, you can't completely destroy unless you want to destroy the whole Earth. Yeah. Listen, man, humans haven't changed in a thousand years. I'm just saying. All right, now we're going to change. Humans haven't changed in a thousand years. All right, so let's go deep. What do y'all think about artificial intelligence? Can I I speak on this? Okay, so I went to a panel of (laughs) (laughs) So, no, um, relating it back to like black people, apparently, the artificial intelligence is picking up on traits of like its creators. Go ahead, say it. I've read it. Go ahead. So um, the AI is turning racist, and if we don't have to get more black people in tech, they actually showed a picture of Michelle Obama and Serena Williams, and it was like ninety percent man. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't get more black people and women in tech, these AI it's just going to turn really ugly really fast. And that's what that's what, they're more likely to hit like if the the cars that are automatically driving more likely to hit black people. It's it's just like yeah. a fact. Only like that faucet, white like that yeah. faucet yeah. couldn't yeah. recognize a black man's hand to put the water out, but it recognized a white person's hand. And that's what the scary part. Is. So like, that's what? the thing again yeah. in in my in my documentary <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah. where where I ended last night. I, I feel like really, these documentaries are Brandon's I don't documentary like no. him. <laughs> We're in the Yo, end game now. Listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard. That was hard. That was hard. I give you that. That was hard. But no, y'all, y'all don't ever be. Come on, everyone has slips into a fucking wormhole with YouTube. Y'all don't ever just be up, can't sleep, and you see one video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Man, it's like fucking cat and dog videos, not like the world's fucking ending. Let's look at every possible thing that can fuck us up in this life. Yeah, well, I will be watching that shit. I, I will preference it. I'll preference it by saying I'll be watching some wild shit. I will say that. I watch conspiracy theories. I watch aliens. Yo, he's I watch definitely ASMR. Go, go, go. He watches ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't no shame. Thank you. I, I go to AI panels just for this yo, shit. I pay attention to artificial intelligence. I pay attention to tech. I pay attention to video games because even no, I could I could create a theory where I feel like as video games get more and more graphic and more and more detailed, it's another way for them to reprogram us. But that's for another episode. Well, yeah. I, I can I can get into um, even music. I, uh, just because I, I in music, I live and breathe music. I watch so many documentaries and just look about uh, look at how like people compute in- information and how they see notes. I think all of that is is uh, is is programming. I think it's it's when you add in AI. It's mm-hmm. interesting when you see some of the results. Like I read that result about the racist yes, shit. That's why I wanted it's to bring into it the up. AI subconscious, but it's weird because they shouldn't have. A they shouldn't have a subconscious. That's the thing that they're discovering is like, yo, we're creating yeah. the, these these templates well, of people, and while they're supposed to be just like a program, similar to you plugging your shit up to, to your laptop or a flash drive, they're technology is well, creating something. Well, it's well, literally like vision in, in Avengers. Well, well, from what I've heard, it's more so a lack of representation. Well, that's so, so when they test out like the recognition, the recognition whatever technology, mm-hmm. they're not using black people for it. Yeah. 
So that's why the machines aren't well, even, really recognizing Well, if that's the so case, well. if they don't have the subconscious like that, why do they tell you not to tell your AI like bad words? Mm-hmm. It's like they develop anger now. It's like, it's weird. I don't yeah. even know. It's like. Oh, yeah. No, I was only referring to like the oh, not black. recognizing black people, yeah. not seeing them. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. Well, no, but as far as what you're talking about, that, yeah, no, yeah that's happening. happening. Well, it's, happening. it's common in, 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 in uh, at least I think so. Most black folks don't really. Fuck with technology. I like don't that. have that. Like uh, most in my house. Yeah. Like, well, no. I'm saying there, there's <laughs> difference. Like in my house, yeah, of course. Like everyone is tech. I'm tech. But yeah. like my like I think about my mom or people like that. Like I could show my mom. I think everyone's had this conversation. You try to show your mom or, or someone older how to do something, mm-hmm. and they be like, oh no, baby, I'll, I'll just go mail the check that I'm from be the there south. They be like, it's years. the devil's work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> we literally call well, it the devil's work. I mean, in some ways, it kind of is because like they're utilizing more technology. Like. The fact that you could be on Instagram, right, having a conversation with your friend, and then a fucking ad pops up because of a conversation you had. And that technically, these platforms, as long as you have their application open, they are allowed, well, in their own way, they're allowed to listen in into what you're saying. And even that that was, wasn't the issue, it wasn't the issue with... um, Facebook. No, the the voice, uh, like the Google Homes and stuff like that, that that it was... Oh, my fault. What? Because you're talking talking about the listening thing? Yeah. Do you know in your iPhone, there's an app. Well, it's already in your iPhone. It's not an app. It's in your settings. Where you can make your iPhone a listening device. Yeah, yeah. So if you have the AirPods, you can walk out the room. Your shit just turned its light on. Everything. You look, see, they got him. They got him. They got him. Yo, he's so you better shut the you fuck up. Shut. <laughs> Relax. Hey, Apple, look, we, we didn't know. It's cool. Well, my own top point is I used it at work. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to everything in the room. You can hear pens drop, everything. And now and now they know the that best. you're listening to them. So yeah. way to out yourself. I'm gonna, if you ever see my phone in here, just know. I'm going to you guys. <laughs> you're listening to us. Yeah. Okay, good to know. I'm going to stomp that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see uh, Demolition Man? Yeah. With Sylvester Stallone? With Sylvester Stallone? Um, people are living underground? Yo, so, all right, so if we're going to go a little bit deeper, do y'all think that, like, the cryogenically frozen system that they use... Ted, was it Ted Williams? Ted Williams. Do y'all think that either, A, that exists now, or, B, that is something that they're working on? Hell, yeah. The, people, that's, the end game is people want to live forever. Yeah. Nobody wants to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ted Williams froze himself and said, throw me out mm-hmm. when the technology exists to throw me out. I mean, listen, plastic surgery is going to turn from plastic surgery to plastic new bodies. Like, yeah. transfer my soul over to another body Yo. kind of shit. Can you imagine that? What the, Yo, what's that? What's that doing? Uh, carbon. Y'all better get right carbon, with the uh, carbon. Alter carbon. Yep. That's yeah, that's dope. crazy. That shit's real. Subconscious out the back of his neck and put it in a new body. But then it's scary, though, because then in, in the movie Get Out, right? You're going to have people that will have specific bodies that they want to fantasize with. So they'll put themselves into a black man's body just yeah. for fantasy purposes, yeah. but then they'll get out of it Strange after. called Strange Days, starring Angela Bassett. Yeah. Cool. You, no, the movie That's some dope. scary like, shit. Isn't that crazy? That's some scary Go shit. Check I'm glad we're living sleep. now, so we don't have yeah. to live later. Word. And no shame. What do you mean when, when, they leave, when they leave all the black and Latinos uh, on the earth and move them move to Mars? Yeah, move to Mars or some, some shit. Child <laughs> into this, especially <laughs> being black in America. That's enough. Word. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess to the fans, listeners, viewership, let us know what you guys think. Do you guys believe in artificial intelligence? Uh, tell us what you guys <laughs> think here. about Kanye. This shit's already happening. This shit's happening. What are you talking about? I guess it's already a stupid question. All right, fuck. We, y'all believe in it. I know y'all, I know y'all believe in it. Yeah, it's let's, literally... Yeah, let's just clear that up. But, um, 
Let us know what you guys think about all the topics. Be sure to subscribe. Grassroots Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Be sure to hit the noti notification button again to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes. And I guess that's it. I'm Brandon Killer BH Hall. I'm Mary Ashley Simon. Ariel. But follow me on at Ari Ivory. Hey. hey. Yeah. <laughs> I am regular Nas. I am Wilson. And we out. Grassroots. 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 Grassroots.